Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer and my dear, delightful co-host, Dory Shafrir, is out on maternity leave. So with us today is a guest host. You might know her as the Forever 35 Midwestern correspondent. That's right. You might know her as many other things. The host of the podcast, Terrible Things for Asking, the author of the memoirs, It's Okay to Laugh, Crying is Cool Too, No Happy Endings, and... The latest book, The Hot Young Widows Club, Lessons on Survival from the Front Lines of Grief. It's Nora McInerney. The crowd goes wild. The people are cheering. The people are cheering. And also, every time somebody, um, and it's just happened once, just you did this, um, lists out the things that I do with all of the names, I just think, (laughs) who is this woman? (laughs) And, And does she, is she okay? Does she have... 
joy in her life? Is she okay? Is there happiness Is too? she doing okay? She is. TBD. Yes. You are here in front of me. We have come to you. You are here in Southern California, but we you are far from my home, so we have driven oh, yes. to you. We are in what I discovered by reading that magazine that's right behind you, The Inland Empire. That's right. We are visiting Nora at her hotel room where she is doing a speaking engagement. So if it sounds different than normal, if it sounds luxurious, it could sound, I mean, these beds. If it sounds luxurious, thank the Marriott. Thank Marriott. And if it sounds terrible, also Marriott rooms not built for podcasting. Not built for podcasting yet. I hope they take this feedback to heart. Uh, If there's anything a hotel needs to be, it's built for podcasting. Right? The podcast economy demands it. <laughs> we are here and we're not leaving until these rooms are, are soundproof. Sound, soundproof and with zero buzzing. Anyway, Nora, I'm so glad to see you in real life and I'm so glad to see you here on the podcast. Um, I do also want to mention that you are the founder of the nonprofit organization Still Kickin', which was inspired by a t-shirt that mm-hmm. your late husband Aaron wore when he had a seizure that later revealed he had breast, can- breast cancer. Did I just say that? <laughs> it happens, though. Brain that does cancer. happen to men. But it does happen to it men. It does happen to men. But not your Not my husband. husband. No. Not my husband. He no, had he brain, had brain cancer. cancer. And yeah. yeah. And I'm wearing a still kicking shirt. I know. I love right it. Now. I was actually thinking I would like to buy one. So I need Oh, yeah. To. We're coming at. I think they're out now. There's like a lighter weight hoodie. Okay. I'm on it. That's gray with the same print on it. And still kicking the way the organization works is that you help support people going through really challenging illness situations. Yeah. And through fundraising, and part of that fundraising is done by your apparel. Is that right? Retail sales. Yeah, we are primarily supported by retail sales, and we do unrestricted financial grants, which means we don't tell you what to spend your money on because it's none of our business. When your life falls apart and you need money, um, a lot of people – and organizations only want to help for certain things, and that bums me out. Yeah. And I know that um, America, where we live, that's the country we're not in. Not a great healthcare system. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar. Yes, yes. Very, very common for people to not just uh, suffer physically, but then to be completely decimated financially yeah. by all kinds of things, not just cancer. So we every month uh, pick a person who has applied or been nominated and we tell their story without pity because pity grosses us out and then we give them money it's pretty that's it that's it like that's simple that's simple it's that simple yeah they don't need to do anything they don't need to do they don't need to prove that they need it they just need to uh be a person who's going through a thing. You know, it's interesting because we talk about self-care here on Forever 35 and we've talked about self-care during grief or illness. But one thing that I find really fascinating is the way culturally we judge others in time of crisis as to how they're spending their money. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because we don't know what, you know, like there's this, and I think we also do it to people um, in lower income brackets, mm-hmm. and like it, it, this is we do it to all sorts of. This we is a thing that happens all the time. Wherever you are, you're looking up, you're looking down, you're looking across, and everybody is so concerned with what everybody has and what everybody is spending. Yeah, and I find myself doing that. Mm-hmm. Right, totally. Um. Oh well, she's redoing her kitchen again. Must be nice. <laughs> I have. I have no idea. I have no idea how that is being financed, nor is it any of my business. Right. I am just jealous that my kitchen is not getting redone in this millennium. It's not happening. This is something that I have tried really hard to remember in my own life where you never know what somebody is going through. And I think I've probably talked about this in some 
iteration of the podcast, but like once my mom and I went shopping and she was really sick at the time, she had two tubes coming out of her stomach attached to like drain bags that were, you know, um, safety pinned on the inside of her sweater. And we went to the mall and like she was dying and was being drained by tubes, but was still able to be out in the world. And so I always try to remember that, that like the person next to me could be dying. I don't know. And whenever I have an interaction with somebody or, you know, a less than positive interaction, I have to try. That's, that's one way I kind of try to survive it is trying to understand that there could be other stuff going on that has zero to do with me. And nothing has anything to do with you. Have you read The Four Agreements? No. It what is, is the that? kind of book that you have to, I actually keep like five copies at my house to hand out when the I bring it up to somebody. The Four Agreements. The Four Agreements. It is a must read and reread. And I mean, you can even, you can just look, you can just do hashtag the four agreements and see what those four agreements are. What are the, do you have them memorized? I don't have them memorized, but the first is, uh, or one of the four, there's only four, uh, is that you take nothing personally. Oh yeah. yeah, Literally nothing is about you. Now you've read this book. I read this book multiple times and I still have to remember that this isn't like, it's not about me. Like what somebody says about me, not about me. And, and are you able to practice that? In my best days, yes. Okay. I did it earlier today. You did? Yeah. I sat. I turned on my Calm app. What's a Calm app? Calm. Oh, the Calm app. The Calm app. Not yes. a call. I, I, it did sound like I said Call Map. It did, and I was... What's a Calm app? You <laughs> like, calming? This is you, some you new... You calling maps? You, this is like a new tool that I hadn't heard of that I thought maybe like just people in Minnesota use, like a sun lamp. <laughs> it, well, they use a Call map. We use a, we use a Calm map, and it just maps out all of our... Um, I use the Calm space app and yeah and I just thought about things not being about me were you just doing a meditation me. on a meditation the yeah the calm app is a sponsor of this podcast uh, I should clarify but also I have since gone and like per- and purchased the monthly subscription because I Same. like it so much for me and for a kid and yeah it, well I use it for my kids as well mm-hmm. uh, sleep stories yes Ooh, yes amazing who knew so what did you was this a daily meditation practice that you were doing I I do try to do it every day okay I do it more when I travel than any time else. If I travel, I'll do it like two or three times a day. Wow. Yeah. For how long each session? Uh, 10 minutes. I'm not a, I'm not a monster. I'm not, I'm not an expert. Not. Okay. I'm just there to, I'm just, just there, there to, to do my best, just there to do my best. But, um, yeah, I, I did a, I did an unguided meditation and just thought like, it's not about me. It's not about me. Like these things are not about me. And it's hard. I imagine too, because you have written now three memoirs. Right. all about very personal, intense top things that have mm-hmm. happened to you that other people can relate to. So right. it can feel, I imagine it can feel very personal. Oh, it is very personal. Yeah. It's also like if I have a novel come out, I do not think that I will feel the level of attachment to the response that I do, Yeah, that I do this because this is, this is my life. Yeah. It's shit that happened yeah. to you. It's, it's yeah, stuff it's that happened stuff to you. that happened to me. But, um, yeah, you put something out in the world and then it it kind of isn't yours anymore. Right, even when it's your life. Even when it's your yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. But this is yeah, this is this is the work that we do and it's also okay to say like this is that's work. That's yeah. work I did. And it it's not my whole life. It is a part of my life. Has meditation helped you in other ways? Yeah, it's just helped me um slow myself down which is very hard for me. You're a high energy person. I'm a high. Yeah. What's your sense? What's your 
What's your astrological situation? I'm a Capricorn. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. With a a moon in Gemini. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So I, I'm very achievement oriented and I, you can't be, you can't be like the best at meditation. You know, it is like, it is an exercise in just being okay at, at just trying something. Was, did that stop you from doing it at first? At first it was so difficult, like so difficult because I wanted to be the best at it and I wanted to feel like immediately better mm-hmm. and immediately like have some sort of clarity and instead it was like a ping pong ball just zipping around my mind and I would have to catch myself and I still do this sometimes where I'm like I'm making a Costco list this is not meditation <laughs> this is just sitting with my oh, eyes closed but is oh, it but uh, uh, that sounds uh. like my dream meditation <laughs> practice <laughs> now imagine yourself you're in the dairy oh aisle. Oh my God. Like I walk in, the, the person checking people in looks at my card and I see the big TVs. I could, I could meditate my way through my, you know how there's the meditation where you like go up your body and check right. each body part. It's I could do that, scan. but do it through my Costco, my local Costco. Wow. I am, I've got things going on. To your right is a 20 pack of socks mm-hmm. and a six pack of goggles. Oh, and truly that is what it all is. It is what I love about my favorite home away You've from home. You've reached the outdoor furniture. Oh, so there's a big tent. Oh, God. There's a, a fire pit. That... I love looking at the outdoor stuff. When on earth would I buy it? I don't know. I mean, I do own it because I live here in perfect weather, California. Yeah. yeah. I bought outdoor furniture. It like rusted and shattered in the winter. Well, when do you use it for like three weeks in the summer? Use and then it for it's like... three weeks. It's so bad. I love you, Minnesota. But it's really hard to sit here in beautiful Riverside, California where the sun is shining and everything is green and the sky is blue. And it's 72 degrees. And it's 72 perfect, blessed degrees. Can I just circle back to you talking about being achievement oriented? Mm. Because I, that can be very, I have found debilitating for me. And I'm wondering how you've had to just like under the umbrella of self-care figured out, you can't change who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's also a wonderful quality to have, but how have you made it work for you so that when the, the challenges of being achievement focused are there like how do you get through a hard day oh that is still a work in progress yeah. I am trying to learn how to separate who I am from the outcome of Ugh. of what I've done and not conflate uh success with personal value and also not to have such a narrow definition of success so my memoir no happy endings came out and it is not a New York Times bestseller. Well, you're a failure. Get off this podcast. It truly, why bother? Delete why, the book. Delete pull it, it from shelves. Burn it. Burn it. If you own it, <laughs> throw it in the trash. It's such a narrow. It, it, like in no way was I like, oh wow, it was well. It was well received. Right. People, people read it. And loved people it. read it. People are enjoying. No, I was like, well, I am the. Worse. That was a measure of success you had set for yourself I'd that set you wanted for myself, to achieve. There's and it's such a subjective it's a subjective goal who knows how it's achieved there's a lot of speculation there's some sort of algorithm there's a, there's, and but yes. it, there's it's a human algorithm mm-hmm. so who knows and um all of that unhappiness that came from that eclipsed any joy or satisfaction that I got from an accomplishment that if you described it to me 10 years ago I'd be like oh are you telling me that I'll have two books three books if I have that 
then I won't ever want anything else. There's nothing else I would ever want. Isn't that such a hard part of life when the things that you once envisioned as like your dream accomplishments you achieve and you can't feel like you can, you don't feel like you appreciate that. I mean, that's just such a weird experience. Right. And it's, it's so, if, if this were anyone else telling me the story, I would say, obviously the things that you are going to do cannot be responsible for your happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, there has to, you have to divorce those things in some way, but like how? I don't know. Right? No, I'd struggle with that too. How? So I am working on it slowly. Last night I had this realization that doing, doing well is not the same as being well. Oh, well, we just got a pull quote from this episode. And Lane, take it down. Lane, take a note. I wrote Doing that in well my journal. It's not the same as being well. Right. And I, I had this flashback to October of this year where I literally leapt out of bed to, to, oh, that's the last time I did a correspondence when I was concussed. That's right. Right? Yes. Okay. Should I have been doing anything when I was concussed? No. No, I'd specifically been told not to, but I was like, the world, the world needs me to be. <laughs> I, I did two live podcast shows for other people because I didn't want to disappoint them. I wore a hat on stage to block the lights and, and I sounded crazy because I was brain damaged. My brain was hurt. So I was thinking about that and about how um, that happened and the diagnosis was, I mean, two things. One, you're tall. So move slowly. That blood's mm-hmm. got to get up to your head somehow. Yeah. And it can't. And the doctor telling me that, like, move slowly. And you didn't. And you didn't. Did I was you? like, got it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Heard you loud and clear. Thanks, doctor. Yeah. Thank you. I will do that. And then also how I I had done so many things that I'd always wanted to do. I was still chasing things, still chasing things. And I was doing good stuff I was doing well and I was so unwell like so unwell that my body was like we're gonna black out fall like crumple to the ground like a like one of those little push toys where Mm -hmm. the giraffe just sort of like just like from 90 degrees to one flat yeah is that 180 yeah right I don't I I did zero degrees I don't know okay (laughs) like truly just fell like a tree and um, smack the, when I heard what I thought was like an earthquake, but it was my head hitting the ground. And like that should have been a sign to slow down. And my kids were there. So my kids saw that. But I also, like my kids see everything. Yeah. Right? And so I want them to not feel like they are only as valuable as the things that they've done. I don't want them to feel that way. Like, I got to fix this. I really do. Like, I don't want them to think like, oh, if I don't get on this team or get this grade, I'm trash. And yet that is exactly what I'm modeling about myself that they get to see. Nora, we have to take a quick break and I want to come back and escort me out (laughs) and get, get, we need to go. You need to, you need to leave. We, I want to take a break, but then when we come back, I want to ask you how you're doing that. Okay. How you're modeling it. Okay. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? 
and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just gonna say, like, I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best. 
with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or Think Like a Boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Okay, so how then, and this is something I struggle with as a parent, but also I just think as a human, how do you model the behavior you you think is important for other people, but is so hard to find in yourself? I think that you just, for me, I remember as a kid noticing everything. And I don't remember a lot of conversations about the things that I was noticing. And that doesn't mean that they didn't happen. It just means I don't remember them. Fair. And I try to be as communicative about those things as possible to my kids because otherwise I know that they will be making up their own story. They'll be making up their own narrative from their own point of view and they won't have anyone to help them sort it out. And 
when I was not a New York Times bestseller, again, cannot say it enough, not a New York Times bestseller, <laughs> Nora McInerney, a not New York Times bestselling Put author. Put that on your next book. Put that on. Oh my God, I'm going to. That's kind of, it would be a fun, a yeah. fun little bit. Not a New York Times bestseller. Um, I, I said that to them. I was like, I'm not. And I'm bummed out about it. Yeah, yeah. Because that's something that I really wanted. And I just, I, and I had that conversation with my current husband, Matthew, and we had it in front of the kids. Yeah. And they're like, you wrote a book. I'm like, I, yeah, right. I wrote a book. And I, and I, when I think about it objectively, wow, I am so proud of that. Mm. I feel so good about that. I am so glad that I put our family's love story out in the world for other restructured families, which is most of them. Yeah. And that is why I did it. That's why. But I also really wanted this thing. And I guess I just want my kids to see that it is okay to want something. And it's okay to and not, to get, not it. get it. Yeah. And to, like, to, to sit in just to experience disappointment, right. To experience a letdown, to try to accomplish something and not achieve it. Those are mm-hmm. all good things to see. Yeah. I never knew what my parents wanted out of life. Oh God. You know, I don't know. I think our kids should know what we want. I think our friends should know what we yeah. want. Well, I think, I think other people should know like, what we want and when we do and do not get it. And I think that part of, uh, part of gratitude that's easily missed, right. Is it is not just this nonstop like positivity party. Yeah. It's not not. at all. No. No. And if it is, then it becomes oppressive. And then that's why people don't want to do it. Right. Like I have to be grateful that I didn't get this. No. But if I am truly like thinking about my life, yeah, you at your bottom dollar, I am grateful that I got to publish books. That Heck is yeah, me too. effing crazy. That's me wonderful. Too. And also, I wanted something that I didn't get. So if you are looking, again, across, up, down at somebody else's life and thinking they have it better or they have everything they want. Trust me, we're all miserable. But <laughs> <laughs> like, we're all just trying to fill that big pit of despair inside of us. But also... Like it is, it is possible and also very likely that they have some things that they wanted and not others, that they are trying things and striving for things that they will never get. Well, another side of, I feel like what you're talking about is the discomfort. And I feel like this might, is especially true for women and women identifying people, uh, is being, like the discomfort we have with like saying we have big ass aspirational goals mm. or want to accomplish stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this kind of, or, and I'm, I'm also only speaking for myself, but like uh, I I'm tend sp- to, well, I'm speaking for all people <laughs> I'll who identify as women. You speak for everyone else. I absolutely will. But just the idea of putting ourselves down or like poo-pooing our goals or, or dreaming really big and sounding quote unquote stupid. Like, Oh, I know it's probably not going to happen, but this is what I want. Like really owning the things that we want, no matter how far fetched they seem. Right. Can be very, and whatever that is, that can be anything. And admiring that in other people, Mm. which is, I will admit difficult for me. There are people who I see out there thriving (laughs) who I'm like, like as if, she took something from me by existing. Right. And we know like we all coexist. We all like, coexist. People can a- achieve things and so can and we. And so can we. Right. 
And so can we. And I get that. And I understand that is a natural human reaction. I get messages sometimes uh, from people who will say, I wanted to write a book about my dead husband, but you already did that. Yeah, I was not the first. Trust me, go write your book. Totally. Go do it. Go do it. Oh, I wanted to start a podcast about sad, awful, depressing things, but you already, please, by all means, let's get more start your own depressing podcast. No, I, I, this, we've actually had this question come up from a a listener. We talked about it on a mini episode who felt like it was quote unquote too late for them. Mm. Like, Oh, it's already all been done. When I was 11, I was like, well, it's too late for me to learn how to play soccer. I'm 11. Yeah. And can you, did, did you end up learning it? No, I mean, I started playing when uh, I met the big kids Mm -hmm. and it was really fun. It was really fun. I was like, I would definitely play intramurals, but only because now I'm over 30 and I don't care as much. But there was like this huge period of time where I was sure that I was too old to learn something. I went through the same thing with basketball. Yeah, I I love that about you. I started playing basketball at 34 and I would have, I've assumed my whole life I was too late and also not good at sports and that I mean, I wasn't amazing at basketball, but I was okay. You you were on a team. You I were out there doing it. Yeah, I was doing it. Who? I mean, did I occasionally throw the ball onto the wrong side of the court? Absolutely. Throw the ball? That's probably throw not the even ball. what they yeah. say. Get on. But also being comfortable with the fact that like I have no idea what's going on. I'm still going to do it and have fun. 100%. I actually did play an intramural soccer game. I was not asked back, <laughs> but I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm here. I'm, <laughs> I'm here to... Here to kick here that to ball. Kick it. I honestly can't tell if I'm on defense. Is it? How would you know? There's a lot happening on a soccer field. But also, I don't... I think about the way that, um, at least in the Midwest, kids are pushed into an activity, or they want to be, right? Kids are ambitious, too. And And I want to, you know, I want to play soccer, and they become basically like a one-sport athlete. This has happened in our household, and they are not... Like it's all or nothing. Like that's already put into them. Like if I am not good at this one sport, then what am I going to be good at? Yeah. Or it's too late for me to start something new because everybody's already so good at this. And I think we need a lot of like lower level. I got a kid who's not naming names, but like not going to be the athlete. And I want him to just feel comfortable out there trying. Right. Like you don't have to be the best to enjoy something or right. do something. And that's such a, and such an important lesson to learn young because we're growing up not retaining it and, and oh, not yeah. even yeah or it's why I'm going to start tap dancing at the age of 40 oh I love it I've never tap danced yeah I have not either I didn't do dance at all I didn't either it shows <laughs> it's uh, likewise just... you and I should choreograph something <laughs> Two just tall very tall glasses of milk yep <laughs> now is there something like that, that you've stopped yourself from trying that you, as you're an adult and have kind of like let go of those nervous feelings that you want to try, like something you've never done before that is on your list that I really want to. Um, I mean, I just, the thing is I do want to know everything and do everything like truly easy to do. Yeah. Just anything I see, I'm like, Oh, I want to know how to do that. Have you always been that way? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, not enough to try something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would, I would often just not do yeah, that. Yeah, totally. Well, I guess I just, it's, that's just not for me. Mm-hmm. But there are also now things that I'm like, I am okay just admiring that in someone else and not doing it myself. Sewing. Totally. I love that my mother can sew. My mom can sew a dress. She can sew a costume. She is amazing. So can my mother-in-law. It's amazing. I, 
probably could. That's just not where I want to put my energy. Right. You don't, you can't, we also can't do everything. We can't do everything. And so I gave my sewing machine to my little brother who's learning how to sew. Oh, that's so He's cool. making dresses for his, his kids. And, and, and now it's finally being used after sitting in my basement for five years. Pass it on to somebody who's going to use it. Pass it on. Let it go. That is okay. Wow. You really Marie kondo that I, sewing machine. Oh my gosh. Marie Kondo is an angel. When I get to my garage, when that snow finally melts in Minnesota, it's over. It's over for my family. Okay. There will be no more. We're going to fit two cars in that two car garage. <laughs> you mark my words. We're going to get one fit in there now. One gets squeaks in there, in. squeaks in. And I'm like, how many bicycles? So many bicycles. So many bicycles. You never know. You never know when you might need to bike away <laughs> on an escape. Like, the apocalypse might ha- apocalypse apocalypse might happen. If you come over and I want to go for a bike ride, I want to have a bike for you too. Great. So and I have one. Five other people. And five other people. Anyone who comes over, there's a bike for you. There's a bike for you. Yeah. I had wanted to ask you about communities and self-care and, and finding a community and creating a community. Because yeah. I do think so often, and this is what actually has been really cool about our podcast, yeah. is that it's a community has formed out of it. Like all, the most mind-blowing part of this whole thing. And I feel like you've created numerous communities based on loss, based on grief, based on finding people who have been through your same experience. What is, What has it been like to be the person who start something in that way because you are the founder of an actual thing called the hot young widows club it is not just a book it's not just a book it's a real place on the internet for people who have lost a partner so whether or not you were married whether or not you are a woman whether or not you are young whatever that means or hot whatever that means it's just a name just a name I made up everybody everyone's hot hot, okay I don't care um and it's a it's an online group and we have several different versions of it where you can just go and say all of the things that the people in your life who have not yet had this kind of loss, they they would really try to empathize with, but they just don't get yet. Yeah. And grief is, you know, it's very, very personal and it's also very, very universal. Yes, it's a it's a fascinating conundrum. It is a weird, weird it's place so to be. Individual. Oof. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird. So uh, the Hot Young Widows Club started as my friend Mo and I, who were not friends until our husbands died. We're, in fact, not friends until the women who own our coffee shop, shout out coffee shop, the coffee shop Northeast in Northeast Minneapolis. Hello. April and Jody Lund, get over there. Um, they insisted that we meet. Did and your husbands die around the same time? Sim- yeah, they died about two and a half months apart and Aaron and Andy didn't know each other but Aaron was a huge fan of Andy's Andy Richardson was like in all these cool bands and and that's just not something that I'm aware of Mm -hmm. honestly and I came home and Aaron was like bawling because Andy Richardson was missing and then two days later I was bawling because they'd found him and he was dead and um and he was heartbroken he's like he has a little boy Mm. he has a he has a wife and I think he was also seeing you know the way that the world would continue on without him. Yeah. And I I had no interest in meeting Mo. Um, Mo didn't really have any interest in meeting me either. Neither of us wanted to be widows. We wanted our regular identities. We had never been to any sort of support group. You could have not convinced us to go to one. And we agreed to meet. We agreed to meet for a very short amount of time, like any blind date. And it was just so immediate. 
that we did need each other, yeah. even though we are, I mean, physically so different. Like I look like a J crew factory model, right? <laughs> not, not quite, not quite up to the big leagues, but like, but the factory level, the factory. I mean, J crew factory has it's a hell of a brand. It has okay? some nice things. I love it. I love it. And, um, and Mo looks like John Bon Jovi in the eighties, like real heyday Bon Jovi. She's a babe with like big hair and cool tattoos, permanent tan tattoos. I've met so Mo. many, so many accessories at all times. Yeah. Just stunning in winter. Cool. She's never wearing a coat. She's just wearing like a, it's, it's like negative 50 in Minnesota. And she's wearing like a series of sweaters layered on top of each other. I don't know. I just love her. Um, but you would never see us and be like, wow, I bet they're best friends. <laughs> That's fair, right? She and does not shop at the J Crew factory she store. She does. We don't shop in any of the same departments at all. And she is just my person yeah. in so many ways. And not everybody is going to find that through their coffee shop. And not everybody has time, especially when you are, uh, you've lost your partner and you are a mom to go somewhere and meet a person. You need something that is just accessible to you at all times, which is the internet. So. At first, it was just a bunch of brunches that we had in Minneapolis with other widows. Once once you're widowed, once you go through anything, let's say, people will just shove you towards the other people that they know who have experienced that same thing. Like, okay, your mom's dead? Yes. My friend's mom is dead. You should go meet her. I know. It's And you're like, but we might not have anything else in common. Yeah, you definitely don't. She's actually <laughs> terrible, but like, go meet her. But uh, you both I don't want to deal with either moms. of you. So go. Yeah. And, uh, and it, I think it does come from a good place. And also, it's just um, it, people just want you to be able to relate yeah. to somebody so we we have these online groups and that is what we do and it's I did not anticipate nor did Mo that it would be like thousands of people from around the world it's like, international at this point it is right? international I didn't anticipate that it would be you know um that it would be a TED talk I didn't anticipate it would be it would be a book it's a hell of a title how would it not be a book how would it not be look you know it's the it's amazing. It's an amazing name. It's an amazing name. Um, and didn't Aaron come up with it? I think he did. Honestly, I don't really remember. It's either I feel like Aaron made it up or that. Yeah, he he always made up funny things. Like he also he insisted that I. He's like, look, after I die, I want you to post a photo. And it was right when the song uh, Black Widow had come out. Black Widow, baby. <laughs> Wait, it's Iggy Azalea oh, okay. and someone yes. else. Yeah, yeah. I'm yes, gonna okay. love you. Sing the whole thing. He was like, I want the caption to be Black Widow Baby. And I want you to credit me. I want credit for that caption because oh, that is funny. And I was like, I will. It I is will funny. do that. And I waited seven months and then I posted it. And I, I did give him credit. He hated when people stole his jokes. So just, I think Aaron made it up. I've definitely said that before. Uh, that's what but I, I When I was showering, it, yeah. I was like, I can't really remember and doesn't really matter. It doesn't because if he didn't, he would have. Yeah. He was definitely the funniest person that I knew. And he would approve. He would approve the crap out of it. What have you gotten out of the community and what do you see other people getting out of it? I think what I have gotten out of it is, I think just knowing that there is a place for people when they are at their most lost mm. and that there is a place for people where they can interact with 
other people have gone through the same thing, but are also at different phases yeah. or have experienced this loss in a different way too. So, I mean, it's been almost in, in November, it'll be five years for me. And we have some people who are, you know, 30 days out from yeah. this loss, four days out from this loss, <sighs> three months. It's just, there's such a range. People have lost people in all different kinds of ways. And it is an exercise in empathy Yeah, every day. How do you think someone listening who is is in need of community and no matter what that means to them or looks yeah. like, how do you suggest people find it? Because it's such a thing we're all craving, right? Oh, we are all craving it. And it's, honestly, it's so hard because our grandparents, like think of the way your grandparents lived. Like I, my grandparents had friends, like they lived in the same house forever. So mm -hmm. they had friends from like the neighborhood that they were friends with forever. Like I barely know my neighbors. I just barely do. We're all like caught up in like our own lives. And somehow like the more things we do, like the more Venn diagrams we have with more people, but there's such slimmer overlaps. Yeah. So more overlaps, but slimmer ones and, 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 and less in depth. If I never felt like a community of faith ever, like we definitely went to a church. I could not have cared less or felt less like connected to it. Um, and there are people who have had that for like generations yeah, and yeah. I really think our generation doesn't like, or it's harder to find. And I think, I don't know if it's just that we're more mobile, like in, like we, we, we move, we move cities, right. we move away from family. Away. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so it, it is, I just want to acknowledge that it's very hard. Right. I it's, don't think if I was not like the best known widow in Minnesota at the time, I truly don't <laughs> think I don't think that I would have made this. I don't think yeah. I would have. It might, you might not have found you. I would people. not have found it. I don't, I would have never in a million years gone somewhere. So I wish that I could say, oh, it's simple. You just make this thing and people will come to it. Maybe they will and maybe they won't. And I think, unfortunately, you do have to just try a lot of things that don't work. It's like finding a therapist or meeting a partner. It's like, Truly. You, yeah, same with finding a community. It's the yes. same thing. Yeah. And it's also like that community can look like things that you never thought it would. Aaron died and the people who showed up for me were Twitter people. Wow. Right? Yeah. Amazing. I, like had no Crazy. idea they were going to show up. I mean, I was, I just, look, when I think about that time in my life, I was too dead to feel mm -hmm. really anything. But I look back and I think about, Melissa Floyd, hope you're listening, showing up to like move my house. I don't know who that is, but she's a friend, a friend from Twitter. Wow. Like showed up and, and packed boxes. Fuck, people are kind. Yeah. yeah. Nora, let's take a pause. Yeah, let's take a pause. And we'll come right back. Yeah. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it, and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay, Which is okay, I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. 
And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Okay, so Nora, I made you, we should reiterate, we're in your hotel room. You went Correct. into the bathroom and brought all your little products it all out here up. because I snooped when I used oh, your bathroom. You. I did. did and you. also I loved how you laid it all out. It oh, was yeah. very comforting and like almost um, like styled. Yeah. Well, I like to feel, especially if I'm spending two nights in a hotel, which I am, I like to feel like my stuff is put away Yes, and I'm not like rifling through a bag to get something. So I have a couple zipper bags and I uh, I unpacked them. So oh, I'm already looking at everything. Yeah. Okay. So this is... Take us on your journey. Okay. Are these your products that you would use at home? Are these Many s- of them travel are. specific? Many of them are. So let's, let's start with hair. I am actually seeking recommendations for... I don't know what to put in my hair like before I dry it. I hate when it's like too clean. Does I know what you mean. Sense? Yes. That like weird flat feeling. Yeah. Yes. Weird flat feeling and also something that I can travel with. So it can't be like a huge, you know, thing of whatever i i spent 25 minutes minimum in the target hair care aisles the night before i left and matthew was like i i don't i think if you don't have it now you're not gonna find it i was like i'm gonna go i'm gonna go down one more time don't you love that feeling at a target where you're like if i just keep searching the thing will appear it will be here (laughs) it will appear it did not appear so uh, the hair things that I travel with are the Aveda Shampure Dry Shampoo. Oh. It is, I have described this, I know, on a previous uh, correspondence, but I can't say enough good things about it. It is non-aerosol. I recall you mentioning yeah. this. But it's a spray. But it's a, well, it's a powder. Oh, okay. That is in a bottle that's squeezable. And so when you squeeze it, it goes... And the powder just and floats the powder into your hair. Floats yes. into your hair. That is like and my you, chlorine. Yes. It's, yes, it's fantastic. It's not that expensive, and it smells good, and it also just makes me feel like I mean I can recycle this bottle, and that that feels good. Also, you can refill it. Oh, that's innovative. great. You can bring it and refill it. That is cool. This is also a thermal dry conditioner, which is essentially kind of a leave-in conditioner, but not um, 
not heavy, like whatever. You know, it's not it's not like what you would use when you were ten years old. Oh yes, because I, it's from I don't I, when I was ten, I wasn't using Aveda. So if I'm dry shampooing my roots, I am dry conditioning my ends. That's a dry so conditioner. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. Mm-hmm. You and spritz it in at the ends. When you're traveling, you're just using whatever shampoo and conditioner you've got here at the False. hotel. Oh. I have decanted my pros formulated sponsor of my podcast. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh shampoo and conditioner. Got it. Or I decant the uh Aveda cherry blossom shampoo Ooh, real aveda loyalist over here i have really gotten gotten into aveda lately so um so i bring i i have to bring my own shampoo i try not to wash my hair very often i yeah, did today me too but i wash it every like three or four days i would rather have dirty disgusting hair than too clean of hair i don't know what what it says about me no I also, i'm with you i also once you. i'm in the shower i like it it's hard to get me in there it's a lot of work. I'm like, oh God, uh, and then I'll and then I'll be wet afterwards. It's just the idea. Of, once I'm in there, I'm like, oh yeah, this isn't so bad. Oh, I forgot this feels good. Yeah, my husband showers every day. I think he's a monster. He wakes up and just gets right in the shower. Mine is disgusting. Too. Yeah, it's so strange. I'm what now I'm like a. I don't know. Yeah. I'm like a two a week shower yeah, person same. now. Yeah. Matthew's like, didn't you work out today? I'm like, first of all, yes. <laughs> Second of all, it's called deodorant yeah okay or like a face wipe yeah face wipe whatever it takes so if i'm going to wash my face i've also uh decanted a face wash this is the pixie rose water face wash it's very gentle Mm, i want to try it but i'm also often wearing a f ton of makeup and it's hard to get it off so i bought at cvs while i was traveling clean and clear deep action cream cleanser can I smell this? Because it I smells like, like it's going to smell like, like my teen. high school. Oh. Yes, it smells amazing. It's obviously stripping your face of all oils, and you will your skin. Oh, will it smells so good. Yeah, that it's Noxzema medical smell. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I feel like a few years ago I went out and bought Noxzema because I just like missed mm. the smell. I I can honestly smell that smell totally, and that the blue mm. little thing, and you open it up, yeah. and the way the texture is so. Yes. Clumpy but smooth. Anyway, so you do will do a deep action cleanse. I'll do a deep action coated. cleanse. So you're not an oil cleanser for the makeup. No. Okay. I'm not. It, it's also when I'm traveling. Yeah. It's like I just got to keep it simple. Um, the Pixie Skin Treats Glow Tonic. My sweet fave. I love it. And you have the I cutest, tiniest travel love it. one. I have a travel one. It's so cute. I got this from Rianne. Yes, Rianne. Is... Rianne. Okay. You have to tell us about Rianne. Um, she is uh, my favorite YouTuber. Her Instagram name is Wife Life. And okay. She's very... Follow her on Instagram and then you'll find her YouTube. And she's a vegan beauty blogger. She sent me a whole box of treats and I love them. And this is one of them and it's a treasure. And I have a giant bottle at home, but I also have this bottle. Love that guy. And it's, it's a standby. It's perfect. So I also... My skin gets really dry I moisturize on every flight. I learned that from you. Oh, I'm obsessive. Okay. I used to mask, but I don't necessarily need to do that. I love the Wake Up Beautiful mask for traveling, which I think I learned from you. It's the Pacifica. It's an overnight no, mask. No, you taught that to me. I taught it to you. Yes, because oh, wow. I it bought opens. it. Yeah. It's amazing. Full I, circle here. I typically bring that on a plane. I did lose it recently. That's so So annoying. if you find it... <laughs> <laughs> and a half empty bottle. Yeah, it's it's a pretty fresh bottle. Oh, so that's the worst pissed. feeling. Yeah. So I usually, as soon as I sit down on a plane, I'll apply that over my makeup. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Who cares? I don't care. Okay. You're you asking me, who cares? Not me. No, I don't care. Keep that moisture in. <laughs> I could not find it. So this is a uh, Neutrogena Hydro Boost 
hyaluronic acid uh, gel. It's the not moisturizer. the mask. Okay. It's not the mask. It's just a, a really good moisturizer and it's really light. Yeah. I used that, that their mask of this when I was on a plane oh, last year to okay. Italy. What does their mask look like on? Uh, it peeled off. It looked like my face had a sunburn and was peeling. And when I went to the bathroom, an Italian man gave me a very strange look. And then I looked in the mirror and it was like, oh, my face is shedding what looks like skin. It was a very, it was not the most successful plain masking experience, but I think doing moisturizer is a great way to go. Right. Yeah. So I've, so I've been, I did that on this plane. Then I, um, I got this from Rianne, Paula's Choice Skincare Resist Anti-Aging Gel. I need to try Paula's Choice. It, go try this one because look at the applicator. Ooh. It's metal, so it's cooling. And so it feels like you're doing lymphatic drainage on your eyes. So this is an anti-aging eye gel. Yeah. And I'm all about aging. I'm into aging. I'm into aging too. I just, my eyes don't need to be so puffy. They This revitalizes, soothes, and minimizes puffiness. Oh my gosh. It has a metal, flat metal tip mm-hmm. applicator. So you just yeah. squirt some of the stuff I'm literally out. waiting for you to do it right Can now. Can I do it? Yeah, is that yeah. okay? Yeah. All I have on right, is sunscreen. It feels so nice, doesn't it? Oh, this it? is cool. Yeah. I'm rubbing Norse eye lotion onto one eyelid. Let's yeah, see how and it goes. I have pink eye. That's fine. You know what? I'm so used to pink eye in my life. I've had it my whole life as a contact wearer. I'd, I'd embrace it. Oh, okay. I love yeah. that. Isn't it amazing? It's yeah, just the it cool feels good. metal on your face. And do you ever like then use your finger to dab it in? I never do. Like, I, I never do. I, I, I sometimes just let it sort of sit on there all goopy. I'm like, just soak it in skin. It I feels good. And I usually also travel with my ice roller, which <sighs> definitely was influenced by you. But I left it in Arizona in my sister's fridge. So she's bringing it back to me when she comes to Minnesota. Okay, good. It is honestly taking her a little while. Come on. So, sister. Where is that? <laughs> I mean, where in Arizona, Nikki? I feel like that would cool you down. Nikki, where is it? Um, I could just buy another, but um, I usually wear for makeup a real thick um, Clinique two-in-one. It's foundation and concealer in one. Oh, I've never heard it's of it. It's in a this. cylinder. Okay. It is wonderful. It's I found it on, from a different YouTuber, different YouTuber, beauty YouTuber. It's real, real. It's like full on real housewife coverage. Well, you do public speaking and yeah. events and like you want to have that. Yeah. If yeah. I do stage stuff, like I'm I'm full on like a different person. Right. I'm wearing Put on a mask. I'm wearing a face on top of my face. <laughs> and I and then also sometimes just during the day, I'm like, look, I just want to I want to look like that. And so I'll wear that. And um, I needed an alternative um, just for everyday stuff. I got this. This was recommended to me at Ulta. It's Clinique Fit Workout Makeup Broad Spectrum SPF 40. It's in a little... Is it tinted SPF? No, it's straight up. It is not tinted SPF. It is SPF makeup workout like it is, makeup is a fascinating it is a thing. i don't i don't agree necessarily with the message on it which is like <laughs> i think that the package that came and said stay matte on the mat i'm like i got bigger concerns no it's more just that i i love i love feeling made up yeah um i don't i wanted something that was like a little lighter and this wears so well and it is really it's mattifying but it's not cakey in any way and so I use a foundation brush for this. I use like a little stippler brush and then I use a sponge. I really, I don't even know if that's things that I'm, I've seen them on YouTube. And so I just use a bunch of brushes 
to apply. Hopefully this is the right brush. This, hopefully it's hopefully you know, it's, it's right the right brush for you. The free gift with purchase was a brush oh, with that and this moisturizer, the Clinique Moisture Surge 72 hour auto replenishing hydrator that I've been using at night because hotel rooms are so dry. I've heard that stuff is I good. also usually travel with your travel <sighs> humidifier. Which I also forgot. I forget at least two things every trip. Well, that's that makes sense. So unless you have it all like kitted up, ready to go, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we can't all be Dory. Dory, I think, does have a travel kit that she just yeah. grabs and goes with. Well, of course, no, of course, very Dory's on the top of things. She is. Um, and then I have you know a classic, the ordinary buffet. An I now serum. an icon. An People icon. Love that one. It's it's running real low. It's running real low, okay. but I, I do keep that in my travel okay. bag because I have two of them. And then I don't know how to say this name, Ulla, Ulla Henriksen. I've always said Ole That's Henriksen? how I said it. And then somebody pronounced it in a different way. Yeah, I'm immediately sure filled with doubt. Yeah. It's an orange bottle. It's truth serum. So soon as you put it on, it is like the movie Liar Liar. <laughs> You're just saying truths in court. You can't help like it. Like old Jim Carrey. <laughs> that movie is so good. I have wanted to try this. I'm not, this is, that was not me like okay, um, I think dropping should. a very it passive aggressive hit. It smells good. This is a tiny travel bottle. I got it at Sephora, I think as a, as a gift with purchase uh, or with my points, but I love it. This is a sometimes thing. Okay. It's not an everyday thing. Oh, okay. I do it sometimes. And if I am at home, I am also using a different or a sort of retinol as well. What is this thing that says... Single day forever. Right. It's every single day. Oh, there we go. Every single day. Unless you read it. I mean, it's a circle. So it also says day every single, single day every. Okay. Um, This is super goop. Oh, that's what I have on my face right now. This is the SPF 40 daily moisturizer. I've never tried that. You must. Do you You like how I keep dropping subtle? Wow. I've always wanted to try the thing that you have. So I bought a, it's right. There's like a nice tension to it. It's in a little pot. It's almost feels like, like the tension, like of slime, like children's slime. But it's not that thick and it's it's light and it it goes on beautifully. I am. Oh, I love SPF. Holy shit. I am sold on this. Exactly. I bought it as a skeptic. I bought a sample pack at Anthropology because they were 25% off at the time. So I got the makeup setting spray. I got that. And then I got just, I think, a regular sunscreen. And I'm going back. I'm going to go back for more of that. Is this what you use as a face moisturizer? I do. In the day when I wake up. So this is your daytime face moisturizer. Every single day, super screen daily moisturizer, SPF 40. And it's super goop. It's great, right? That was very light and soft and yeah. gentle. Yeah, I liked that yeah, a lot. It feels like a moisturizer. It doesn't. Sometimes when you wear a moisturizer that has SPF, it doesn't feel like moisturizer, nor does it feel like SPF. Sometimes yes. it feels too much like SPF, and then later it sort of like, uh, like flakes. Not flakes off, but like I know pills off. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You're like, oh god, this is repulsive. People have been looking at me like this all day, and You've no one's got said the anything. Weird chunks on your face. Weird chunks on my face. Okay, now what is this? An adorable pill holder. Yeah. Um, that's 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 forever 35 for you right there. Also, the, I just noticed like the days are wearing off it. It's like, I can just, we get a quality pill holder? I I need, I have one too. Mine's starting to break. Yeah. But it doesn't hold, I take very big chewable vitamins. Oh, uh, okay. See, I take, um, what are these? I don't know. Is it a vitamin situation? It's a vitamin. I'm blanking on the name, even though they are they're ritual vitamins. Oh, ooh. these are also a, a pod spawn, but I, but I, I still use them. I use them every day, um, and they are mint, so they don't 
what? Like, yeah. So that you don't get weird burps. Then I've got, um, (laughs) I've got my sertraline right here. What's sertraline? Sertraline is a generic for, I think Lexapro. Let's look that up. Let's find, let's find out. Let's let's give people the right, the right information. So that's my, that's my antidepressant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Love Um, Alexapro. Sertraline. Google, tell me what I'm taking. Okay. My internet is off. Can you look it up, Lane? Zoloft. Oh, you're taking oh, I'm back Zoloft. on Zoloft. Okay. Who knew? Not me. <laughs> Wait, were you on Lexapro? I was on Lexapro okay. and then I got pregnant and I took Zoloft while I was pregnant. Got and it. Currently. And then this is uh, spironolactone for hormonal acne. What a fun sexual experience this has been. <laughs> I have like the, like, I have like straight up back knee. It's terrible. Is it, is it like in cystic. time with your menstrual cycle? Yes. But, um, my doctor's like, oh, we can take care of that. And I was on this before I got pregnant too. And so that's a not pregnancy safe thing to take. I don't know. Safe. I think it's just, you know, they don't really test on pregnant women. So I think they just say like, don't do yeah, it. But yeah. really it's like, who knows? Is it a prescription? It's a prescription. Oh. It's a prescription. And it is working and it's been like two weeks. Oh, that's great. It's been two weeks. That's so, awesome. Yeah, that's pretty good. So I take those every day. I take my vitamins before I go to bed. It's Me my too. preferred method. Yeah. I just... Cause it's right there. And is this, do you have a pill, this little pill container? Is this at your bedside at home too? No, it is at the, it's by my toothbrush at home. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I don't know why I have to take them in the bathroom. I just do. I have a super, I've kind of given myself a ritual for my pills so that yes. I will, it will feel special and I'll remember to take them. Yep. Cause otherwise, I mean, I take, um, what's my antidepressant? Prozac. Mm. I take Prozac every night, but then I'm, I've also added like krill oil and my oh, vitamins and a probiotic. Yeah. But like yeah. that stuff feels so tedious. So I like try to make it. Yeah. Like you a put it all activity. together. And I do always keep it in an organizer because I am a person who's like, what did I just do? I do often forget. Like I do have this underlying fear where I'm like, did I take my Prozac? And then if I don't take it, am I going to like destroy myself? I right. had to call my psychiatrist about that one. Yeah. Turns out it's okay. It's you, okay. Yeah, it's all it's okay. Oh, it's all okay. But get a pill organizer. Well, Nora... This has been a freaking treat. I am just so glad I got to see you. I Thank you for too. having me. This, this is, is a dream. Nora, you know, Dory and I normally end with like a little weekly intention. Yeah. Do you have something? I mean, we've talked about kind of like larger life intentions today. Is there something you kind of are focusing on for this week going in? Are you traveling back home? I'm traveling back home tomorrow morning. So I'm going to hang out. I'm going to be home for five whole days in a row. Okay. And then just gone for one day and then home for a while and then gone again. Um, so my, I've been thinking a lot about this because all my intentions, they are big and big life intentions, but you have to start somewhere. Small ones are good too. Right? Yeah. You have to start somewhere. And so Mine is that I'm going to try not to react to things immediately. Oh boy, that is so hard. Yeah. All sorts of things. All like sorts a, of an things. An email, a somebody saying something to you. Right. Okay. I'm going to take take a beat. And so for emails um, or anything that sort of like, anything that sort of does that sort of blood pressure cortisol spike to you. Oh yeah. Right. I'm not, I'm going to wait a day. That's great. I'm going to wait a day. And for other things that are more like, I'm going to control the input more. Okay. Because if I can control the input, then I can have more control over my reaction to the input. Whew. That's a big one. That's a big a one. really good one. It's a big one. I like that. I've, I'm aspiring for that. Yeah. Throughout my life every day, all day long. Yeah. I'm going to start today. Mine is very basic. 
I'm just going to drink a lot of water. Oh, good. Do you ever go? I don't know if you're a good water drinker, no. but I go through like ups and downs with my mm-hmm. relationship with water. Same. Where it's like sometimes water and I are like really hitting our stride. Yeah. And other times I'm drinking 12 ounces. None. Oh, maybe Coffee. A, maybe a glass. Yes. Yeah. And I can like feel it in my body. Yeah, and you my feel mouth. your cells like drying it's, up and being like, help me, Kate. Just, and sometimes I'm like, I don't want you. I don't want water. No. I actually don't. I don't love it. It's water's good. No, we're very fortunate to have access. Let's we are just so let's lay for- this we're out. Fortunate to have access to water. Fortunate to have access to clean water. Yeah. Like that, the fact that this is a that I'm rejecting the clean water that's available to me is obnoxious. But I'm going to do a better job of just, drink, just hydrating drink myself. A glass of water and not um and that this excludes my sparkling water addiction. It's got to be oh. just straight up water from the faucet. Can I ask why? I just am making a, up a rule for myself okay. to torture myself. Okay. Well, because I will, I think I rely on um, sparkling water and I'm like, this is counts. And it basically yeah. does. Yeah. But I'm trying to. Does it to, not count? No, unless there's sodium in it. Then If there's oh. sodium, then I think it's dehydrating. Oh, okay. You know, I just drink like 50 LaCroix a day. Oh, you got to get yourself a soda stream. I've had one. Oh, okay. I've had it before. Yeah. And then we stopped using it. Oh, we, but maybe we I should. Us. Maybe I should soda stream. Because then I just use, I take the soda stream bottle as a serving size. So oh, that's I don't your water pour bottle. out of the water. Yeah. Out of that, like that's my water bottle. I used to do that with yeah. my soda stream. Do you add flavors to your mm-hmm. soda stream? No, I might squeeze a lemon into it okay, okay. or something, but no, I don't. Don't I love a flakes. flavored water. Yeah. This would be, you know, sometimes I, um, I sent out my dream requests. If anyone at the Polar Seltzer Company in Massachusetts is listening, you're my favorite seltzer and I can't get you in California. And I know I just said I'm going to drink less seltzer, but. But maybe not. Like, is there a way we can work together? Yeah. Polar Seltzer Company. Uh, Paul, well, you need some, you need some beverage distributors to listen some, to this podcast. Yeah. I need some seltzer makers mm-hmm. to connect with me here. Let's make our dreams come true. Nora McInerney, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, NoraBorealis.com, and I'm Nora Borealis on Instagram. And you do a, a great question and answer series called Ask Nora. Yeah. That I always watch and listen to and oh, enjoy on you. your Instagram stories. Thank you. Yeah. I like I like answering people's. I like solving other people's problems. Why bother with your own Why when there bother? are other people's to solve? Why bother? (laughs) Uh, Nora, thank you so much for guest hosting. Uh, Listeners, I'm going to remind you now that we do have a voicemail, which is 781-591-0390. You can always email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash group slash forever35podcast with the password of serums. If you like the show, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, tell a friend, shout us out on social media. We appreciate all those things. And of course, all the products that Nora just mentioned or that we've mentioned on the podcast are always on our website, forever35podcast.com. You can follow us on Instagram at forever35podcast and on Twitter at forever35pod. And as you might know, Forever 35 is hosted and produced by Dory Shafrir and Kate Spencer. That is me and produced and edited by Sammy Cunio. And Lane Hammer is our assistant. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.